Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! 
Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, didn't Absalon, like, uh, cut off, like, 25 pounds of hair? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, something like that. That's the important part I got out of it, right? So, Joab knew that King David was all saddy pie because his rapey son was killed. Right. his good son, Absalom, was in hiding. Yeah, and he brought him back for him and shit. Yeah. And but so- then... So Absalom is living with his wife and kids, and he's all happy, but he's like, I want to see the king. And David was like, no, but no. So then he burns Joab's barley. He's like... Because, you know, that's what you do when you want to see the king. You burn Joab's barley. That's what I do when people don't return my text messages I always enough. burn Joab's barley when I need to return... To, yeah. I mean, that's what you... Joab's barley has burned so many times because of text messages. <laughs> it's insane. You only have a limited amount of time, and I need you to get back to me. Yeah. Or Joab's barley's done. Yeah. Fuck Joab's barley. I mean, dude needs a barley party stat. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that was Second uh, Samuel chapter fourteen. Mm-hmm. And today we are doing Second Samuel chapter fifteen. All right. Let's get into this shit. Okie dokie. Okay. Second Samuel chapter fifteen. Okay. And we are off to the race horses. The, the races? <laughs> the horses. We're off to the races. Yeah. Go to the mattresses. I you, Whatever you say, darling. That's from, um, oh, what is that gangster movie that's based on the gangster book? Go to oh the my mattresses. God. The Godfather. The, the Godfather. <laughs> Go to the mattresses. Sometimes you say <laughs> shit and I'm looking at you like, where... The fuck are you going <laughs> my with this brain, lame line of thought? My brain is everywhere, but um, go to the mattresses means um, like we're going to camp out because our families are at war, and that's from The Godfather by Mario Puzo. Got it. But go to the mattresses is not the phrase I meant to say. Okay. Um, go to the... We're off to we're the off races. We're off the races, yeah. Yeah, because this thing is called Absalom Revolts Against David. What the fuck? See what I'm saying? So maybe they did God go to the mattresses. <laughs> Man. I know. He's got a head full of hair. <laughs> Got a head full of something. <laughs> okay, so after this. This. It's this, always this. I'm, well, you're supposed to have just read the last chapter, and this being um, David kissed his son because he's like, yay, yeah, you're back. Right, okay. Everybody, everything's happy now. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So after this, Absalom bought a chariot and horses, and he hired 50 bodyguards to run ahead of him. That's not a good sign. That, that shows. Maybe You're, he's going like, to what, war. What are you doing here, dude? Alongside his dad. What do you need, you know, like a mini army and a chariot okay, for? Okay, look. His dad is always killing Ammonites and it's whatnot, true. right? So maybe he's like, okay, I'm back in the king's good graces. Now I got to get me some horses and some um, chariot things and iron whatevers and what have you, weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got to be at war with my dad People are always after his hair. So, no. <laughs> he's stupid. <laughs> So he got up early, Absalom got up early every morning and went out to the gate of the city. When people brought a case to the king for judgment, Absalom would ask where in Israel they were from and they would tell him their tribe. See, he's helping his dad. I guess. Okay. I'm reserving judgment here because he's got a chariot and he's going, according to the title of the chapter. He's going to go to war with his dad. He's going to go to war with his dad. I know, but right now, as it currently stands, I think he's trying to help David. 
well, but you could also look at this as he's going to people with grievances and he's talking to them before his dad. So he's mm-hmm. like, what's your grievance? Oh, man, that really sucks. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, yeah. So we he's, have... He's garnering support. We have two separate takes on this. Yeah, Interesting. Right. Interesting. I'm such a trusting soul and you're so <laughs> cynical. Then Absalom would say, whew, you've really got a strong case here. It's too bad the king doesn't have anyone to hear it. Hmm. I wish I were the judge. Hmm. I think you were right. I maybe. think I might have been right, yeah. If, if I were the judge, then everyone could bring their cases to me for judgment, and yeah. I would give them justice. Mm-hmm. Wow. He's, he's trying to usurp his dad. He sure as fuck is. He's like, my good hair can judge better than my dad. And it wasn't enough that I burned down... Joab's barley. Yeah. And I'm I wanna be the king now. Right. Damn. I did not see that coming. Right. What the fuck? When people tried to bow before him, Absalom wouldn't let them. Instead he took them by the hand and kissed them. Oh, oh he's playing the person of the people card. Yeah, here. he's gonna he's be like, the populist. Right. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well done, sir. Yeah. Absalom did this with everyone who came to the king for judgment, and so he stole the hearts. Of all the people of Israel. Because you know what? David may have killed his ten thousands, but you know what? Absalom killed he his, his hearts. He charmed his ten thousands. Yeah. yeah. He he made love to them with his eyes. Right. And his hair. And his hair. Right. <laughs> <laughs> After four years. Damn, oh. that's a lot of kissing ass and like, you know, sucking up to people. Mm-hmm. Absalom said to the king, let me go to Hebron to offer a sacrifice to the Lord and fulfill a vow I made to him. For while your servant was at Geshur in Aram, I promised to sacrifice to the Lord in Hebron if he would bring me back to Jerusalem. So he's just like, everything's gravy, Daddo. Yeah. I'm I'm fine. You're fine. We're all fine. No nefarious thing is going to happen over I'm here. I'm totally not plotting I, a coup. I had this plan for a long time mm-hmm. to, to worship God. Yes. Yeah, worship yes, God. to worship God. Yeah. This is not a coup. No, not no. in any way whatsoever. I, the king told him, go and fulfill your vow. So Absalom went to Hebron, but while he was there, he sent secret messengers to all the tribes of Israel to stir up a rebellion against the king. <laughs> you were so right. Holy shit. Yeah. You were not just like kind of right. You were one. Did you read ahead? No, not even a little bit. You just knew? I just assumed that that's what, like, okay, they gave us the title of the fucking chapter. Well, okay, but I assumed that David would have actually done something to earn his his son's This is the fucking Bible. It's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) It's just that we had some kind of a story going here, you know? I I guess, yeah. It's all over the place. But when they, when they, when they, you know, just... Give you the headline. Yeah, they give us the headline. So I'm just going with the headline and, like, my mind automatically goes to... How to make this work. Oh, that's what's happening And there, there. is no backstory and no background. No, it doesn't it matter just... at that point. You got the headline, you go with it. And if the pick, if the pickle, if the headline was like, <laughs> there were pickles, it wouldn't even be like, and they planted and grew pickles. It would just be like, and suddenly there were pickles everywhere. Right, yeah. No, you're right. Exactly. As soon as you hear the ram's horn, his message read. Yes. You are to say, Absalom has been crowned king in Hebron. Oh, shit. God damn. This he is, is just a- like skipping the whole fighting for it. He's just like, y'all are going to crown me and then we're going to fight because we're going to gather our forces and go down there and, you know, kill David. This is a January 6th if I ever saw right? one. Right? <laughs> damn. <laughs> he took 200 men from Jerusalem with him as guests. But they knew nothing of his intentions. Hmm. 
this is so interesting. Right? He's he's putting a lot on the line here. He, he must think pretty highly of himself. Right? And his fucking hair. I'm curious about what gave him the notion that he was going to win over all the tribes. I wonder why. Right, that's what like, I'm saying. what the fuck? Like, what makes you think that they're going to turn against David? Right. And then, what makes you think that if they turn against David, they're going to pick David's son? Right. Who murdered the king's other son? Right. Well, this is putting in a little bit more um, backstory as to what that story might be by William Faulkner <laughs> oh, as to yeah. Absalom, Absalom, because... M. Absalom. Absalom. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, he's, he's turning into a bit of a... This is interesting. He's a flake. Well, it's something, yeah. While Absalom was offering the sacrifices, he sent for Ahithophel, one of David's counselors who lived in Gilo. Soon, many others also joined Absalom, and the conspiracy gained momentum. Hmm. Damn. Wow. This is very exciting. This is like reading text that have come out of the January 6th hearings, (laughs) you know? A messenger soon arrived in Jerusalem to tell David, all Israel has joined Absalom in a conspiracy against you. Whoa. Then we must flee at once or it will be too late, David urged his men. What? Why would you assume that? You just suddenly... Like there must be something more going on here I know. because like I'm gonna, why would David just assume that Israel just all of a sudden turned he got on got a him? messenger that said, Hey guy, everybody hates you, one, two, three, go. Right. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna look this shit up. This is right? our Q and A tomorrow. <laughs> what did we miss? There is backstory here. Right, yeah. He must not have been I mean, he probably beheaded more people than, you know, mm-hmm. we've heard about. I'm sure he I'm did. Just saying. David urged his men, hurry! If we get out of the city before Absalom arrives, both we and the city of Jerusalem will be spared from disaster. Yeah. We are with you, his advisors replied. Do what you think is best. So the king and all his household set out at once. He left no one behind except ten of his concubines to look after the palace. Because <laughs> fuck women is why. Right, yeah. The king and all his people set out on foot. All his people except, you know, wives. Right. Multiple wives. Yeah, yeah. Pausing at the last house to let all the king's men move past to lead the way. There were 600 man, mans, men, sorry, <laughs> men from Gath who had come with David along with the king's bodyguard. Then the king turned and said to Ittai, a leader of the men from Gath, Why are you coming with us? Go on back to King Absalom, for you are a guest in Israel, a foreigner in exile. You arrived only recently, and should I force you today to wander with us? I don't even know where we will go. Go on back and take your kinsmen with you, and may the Lord show you his unfailing love and faithfulness. I guess that's awfully nice of David. Magnanimous of him? I don't don't really... This doesn't seem like David to me. He's like... Like, He's just giving up. He's like... I think this is racist. I think he's pretending to be nice. Like, oh, I'm not going to make you choose sides. You're new here. Go on. Right. I think he's like... You're new. I don't like foreigners. Get the fuck out. But, oh, go with peace. Right. Have a nice whatever. I'm, right. I'm magnanimously or maybe being he's, maybe he's secretly testing loyalties, too. Okay. Like, you know, okay. like he yeah, said, you can true. go, but if they go, they're going to die. <laughs> he's going <laughs> to chop some head. But Itai said to the king, I vow by the Lord and by your own life, by your own life, I vow by your own life, that I will go wherever my lord the king goes, no matter what happens, whether it means life or death. Okay. Okay, I think he passed the test. Yeah, 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 seems like it. David replied, I come with us. 
So Ittai and all his men and their families went along. Everyone cried loudly as the king and his followers passed by. They crossed the Kidron Valley and then went out toward the wilderness. Hmm, this is just badass. <clears throat> Zadok and all the Levites also came along carrying the Ark of the Covenant of God. They were like, I ain't taking my wives, but I am taking the Ark. Well, I mean, out. that's God, essentially. Mm -hmm. But like, I left my where, wives did, where did God go during all this? Because... He's, David's. He's just watching. Wouldn't you like summon Nathan before you? Uh, if I was David, took off yes. out of your city and shit. I would have done. Sat with the witchy woman right? too. And wouldn't you have like asked God, like, hey, hey God. if I fight them, am I gonna win? No. Okay, then then it makes sense that you run. Mm -hmm. But like, don't you ask first? I yes. I would ask. I would ask because Nathan seems to be in with God. Right. Right. And also, hey Nathan, is this shit true? Right? He's just like, oh, no, it's totally true. I believe it 100%. Yeah, yeah. So he must have reason to believe it. There, Like you said, there must be more going on here that we're just not privy to. Yeah, no, it seems that way. They set down the Ark of God, and Abiathar offered sacrifices until everyone had passed out of the city. Then the king instructed Zadok to take the Ark of the God back into the city. What? If the Lord sees fit, David said, he'll bring me back to see the Ark and the tabernacle again. Hmm. But if he is through with me, then let him do whatever seems best to him. Okay. Again, I don't understand why you're not talking to him. He's just like, it is what it is. It, this is like where you're like, I'm going to flip a coin, mm -hmm. and if it lands on heads, I was meant to do this. If it lands on tails, I was meant to do that. Yep. And I mean, it's just about as, you know. He's just like, it is what it is. God be with you or not. Whatevs. But it often seems to me like. You know, things guessing. for God are just guesses. They're just like, guessing. And, and not even good guesses. Right, but whatever way it is, it's still God's will. Uh-huh. So uh -huh. it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter what it you just, do. It's always God's will. Which is funny, because it's still that way today. Right. Whatever you do, it's God's will. Yeah, there is no Except that wrong. also, other people will try to stop you from doing that, saying, that's not God's will. And I'm like, but it, it's literally You guys happening. can't have it both. Well, yeah, you do have it both ways. But you shouldn't be able to have it both ways because it's dumb. Yeah. If it happens, it's God's will, you dumbasses. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Fuck off. And, you know, die. God apparently wanted abortion to happen since, you know, the 70s. And <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah. no, he allowed true. that to happen. That was God's will. It was God's will. And uh, playing playing by your own words, you're right? Yeah, yeah, Christian, yeah. Not right. What we believed, no. no, right, right, yeah. right. Apparently, God wanted it that way. Yeah. Either that, or He's up in heaven crying. Who could know? Who could know? It, you can't not. You can't say these things. Just I like. I don't understand. I'm trying to understand your language. I'm trying to right. And you can't like. This is. Have you ever seen the the show? Uh, what is it? It's got Adam Sandler in it and Big Daddy. Have you ever seen Big mm -hmm. Daddy? Yeah. And they they play a game with the kid, mm -hmm. and the game's called I Win because the kid <laughs> I Win all the time. That's fucking God. <laughs> Do you remember when we played I Always Win or You're Always Wrong? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 That's exactly what this is. Right. Yeah. It's just it's bullshit. It. You know what? Well said, husband. Right. It is bullshit. It's the, that's the most, you know... God's a dick, and this is bullshit. Right, yeah. The king also told Zadok the priest, Look, here's my plan. You and Abiathar should return quietly to the city with your son Ahimeaz and Abiathar's son Jonathan. Another Jonathan. Mm, I will I mean... stop at the shallows of the Jordan River and wait there for a report from you. 
Okay. Okay. I'm going back into the city with my kids. Sounds great. Right. I'm very excited about this plan. Right. David. Yeah. Go. So Zadok and Abiathar took the Ark of God back to the city and stayed there. David walked up the road to the Mount of Olives, weeping as he went. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like my weeping? That's great. It's good. Yeah, it's pretty good weeping. Yeah, Yeah, it's great. His head was covered and his feet were bare as a sign of mourning. Was he tearing his clothes also? It didn't say that, but Mm. let's pretend they were. Okay. And the people who were with him covered their heads and wept as they climbed up the hill. Mm. When someone told David that his advisor Ahithophel was now backing Absalom... Whoa. David prayed, oh, Lord, let Ahithophel give Absalom foolish advice. Yeah. Yeah. That's you like, do that, God. May the force not be with you. Maybe. May the odds not be ever in your favor. You know, wh- why, why, wouldn't, why wouldn't God try to, like, not make conflict happen at all? Like, you don't have, people don't have to die. I um, put that forth one time, and somebody said, um... You act as if you want to live in a utopia. The world you present is a utopia that doesn't exist. And I'm like, no, yeah, no, you're I mean, right. But shouldn't that be what we're all, like, aspiring right? to? Right? Yeah, like, like, if the world was a utopia, that would be fucking awesome. I mean, yes, there is always going to be hardship, and that's how we tell the difference between good and bad. Right. But we should always be trying... To get a world that has less bad in it. Right. I would settle for like three quarters of Utopia. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that'd be fucking great. I mean, we're not going to get rid of like rapists, but we could chop more balls off. Right. Yeah. You know? Sure. I, I guess. I don't know. There's got to be some way to do you it. Know, you, know? you know, Um. conversely, we could also get rid of the death penalty since, you know, right. Um. life matters. Yeah. Right. But only in certain cases, so. Oh, I guess. I guess. According to the religious right. That's true, yeah. Life doesn't matter once you're born. Right. (laughs) When David reached the summit of the Mount of Olives, where people worshipped God, Hushai the Archite was waiting there for him. Hushai had torn his clothing. Ah, well, there's some torn. Yeah, good, good. Somebody tore their clothing. Somebody tore their clothing. And put dirt on his head as a sign of mourning. There it is. There it is. But David told him, if you go with me, you will only be a burden. Ooh. Damn. Return to Jerusalem and tell Absalom, I will now be your advisor, O king, just as I was your father's advisor in the past. Then you can frustrate and counter Ahithophel's advice. Oh, so he's sending in a spy. Okay. I guess, right? You'll be a burden to me, so go over there and be a spy for me instead. Right. Wow. Basically, is that what he's saying? I mean, that's what he just said. Yeah, okay. But I'm like... He's basically going, you're a piece of shit. Hey, go do some work for me. Right, this doesn't seem like good inspirational shit. I'd be like, I'm a piece of shit, so how about if I don't go do work for you? Right, right. How about that? Yeah. Zadok and Abiathar, the priests, will be there. Tell them about the plans being made in the king's palace, and they will send their sons, Ahimeaz and Jonathan, to tell me what is going on. Ah. Yeah, you were right. Yeah, spies. So, again, he's saying, you're a piece of shit burden to me. I can't even fucking have you with me because you're so troublesome. Right. Hey, go do work for me, please. Thank yeah. you. Right. So David's friend, Hushai, returned to Jerusalem, getting there just as Absalom arrived. The end. Okay. 
this is a cliffhanger and a half. And right? we got to wait the weekend. I know. Well, that's, you know. This is one of the few times when I'm actually like. <laughs> like, what the fuck's going to happen? What is happening? It's all right. You know what? They're going to give it away in the title of the next it's one. True. It's true. <laughs> but I try really hard not to peek ahead. Right. I, yeah. I mean, until like right as I'm about to read it. Right. You know what I mean? Then I'm like, oh, this will be boring. So we've talked about it on and off, like, you know, rewriting the Bible in our own words. Mm-hmm. I feel like that if we rewrote the Bible, we need to leave off the the um, the titles. Oh, that, definitely. That are giving away what's happening. Like definitely. it needs to be more of a story, right? Mm-hmm. It needs mm-hmm. to be more suspenseful and like definitely intriguing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cliffhangers and you right. know, don't don't tell me the headline. Right. Like right. literally, this is the first time I've read this book. I don't want to know what's about to happen. I want it to be fresh. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it irritates me sometimes. It irritates like, me too, but whatever. I mean, well, I guess you know, here in the middle of this podcast, should we talk about like, should I stop reading the headlines? Uh, I don't think so because it's all part of the Bible, right? Like we're 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 still reading the Bible, so I think we should still read the headlines and just continue well, to the mock them for doing it. The headlines aren't necessarily part of the Bible. The headlines, I think, are um, the the person who like compiled this um, right edition. but if you were to pick up the bible today and read it you would read that as you were reading the bible that well, not we... necessarily is what i'm saying oh i don't know that the headlines are part of the bible oh. I, I don't know that they aren't but i don't think they are well we should look into that i guess okay then that is question number two yeah okay and if they are not part of the bible should i stop reading the headlines well yeah if they're not part of the bible for sure okay 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 great so we made that decision. We sure did. I mean, we made a decision to make a decision anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get back to y'all. Right. <laughs> so anyway, that was the end of that chapter, which was Second Samuel, Samuel chapter fifteen. Yep. And tomorrow is going to be Saturday Q and A. Sunday. Sunday is our weekly replay, along with including uh, the next section of our book club. Our sacrilegious book club, in which we are covering um, the next bit, and I don't have the pages in front of me. Oh, way to go! Of Asimov's Guide to the Bible, but we're still in Genesis. And if you have the book, you know where I'm at. If you don't have the book, you don't give a shit what pages we're on, anyways. <laughs> I mean, we'll, right? we'll mention them tomorrow in the Q and A. Of Q&A. course, of course. So, um, yeah. and then I, I want to mention this too. So we'll be doing the weekly replay also on Sunday, obviously, as always. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, I th- we need to get together a um, Patreon only episode too. Oh yes, like we do. We're we're yeah. over, we're we're overdue again. Okay. We we're woefully bad at this. So. Do you have something in mind, or do you want to talk about it over the weekend? Yeah, we're going to talk about it and figure it out and surprise everybody. I mean, we've already done abortion, and I don't really want to visit that again, even though it is still up in the air. Right. I really don't want to touch the gun stuff because I'm just so distraught. Yeah. Um, the world is on fire, and I I don't know. Let's, yeah. We'll Maybe we'll do a fun one just to like upbeat or something. Okay, you know? yeah, we we could try that. No, no, we'll we'll see. We we'll don't see. we don't know. Yeah, but they don't all have to be sad. Not always. I mean, you know, it's just hard because everything is so important it's right true. now, and everything is falling apart. Right. So I don't know. We'll see. All right. Sounds good. So anyway, we already covered what was coming up tomorrow, the next day, and everything. And then Monday we'll be back to see what happens with this cliffhanger for Second Samuel chapter sixteen. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Hey wife, I guess that's the end. 
a husband. That's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.